now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose, hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Hello, welcome to episode number 278 of Department of Offense. And I got that number right, even though I was not looking at my notes at the time. Let's see. So uh, this is the podcast where the usual host Casey is currently lost in space and time. The space being Europe and the time being about six hours in the future. (laughs) True, true. (laughs) So before we get into anything, I'd like to thank our patrons on Patreon for helping support Blind Ninja Studios and our many programs. You guys rock. If you want to help support us, head on over to www.patreon.com slash studios and consider signing up for a reoccurring donation. Even as little as a dollar a month can help us keep doing what we are doing. And maybe, you know, if enough of you guys do that, do even more than we're doing. That's always... Oh, yeah. Let's, let's shoot for the future a little the bit. future. Uh, do you guys buy a lot of stuff on Amazon? Because I do. I buy too much stuff on Amazon. You guys should head on over to blindninjastudios.com and at the bottom of our page, you'll find a link... Uh, to Amazon. If you buy stuff through that link, it costs you nothing. But Amazon sends a cut. So, I mean, consider supporting us just by bookmarking that link and just making all your Amazon purchases through that. Also, uh, please review us on iTunes because every five-star review really helps bring us up in that sorting algorithm that they got going for them. But, you know, I think that's enough shameless self-promotion for this episode. Let's see what... everyone has been doing this week and by everyone i mean me and matt oh oh <laughs> hello everyone uh what have we been doing what have we been doing uh this week not too much but today i went to tori ramen in st paul so right. i had some awesome ramen oh yeah uh well, so like um they just have like a shit ton of different ramen no they have six different ramens to choose from oh wait <laughs> they have six yeah and at the it's probably the size of the basement if that and uh yeah there's like one two three four five six seven like seven tables and a bar to sit at <clears throat> i just got the straightforward show you ramen which is the soy sauce based ramen and it was really really good like do they have like a ramen that has like just a bunch of meat with it uh i don't yeah sure i don't know they have like dramen they have a bali bali which is their spicy one they have a vegetarian one the spicy one sounds interesting yeah that's a uh, no kate didn't get that one she got something else but the she got the bali bali one and that one's i think that was the vegetarian one that was pretty good but uh mine was perfect it was just what i wanted i didn't want all the other stuff i just wanted straight up ramen uh they don't have pork though there they only have chicken they specialize in chicken you know ramen. i i could go with chicken like uh, like i kind of would want the pork it, but it definitely was missing the pork because most ramen is made from like pork bone and like the the broth and everything is made from pork bone wait was the broth chicken bone that must too? be then i don't know i don't know if the basis of what they did it tasted amazing it just was missing that extra like, and then instead, I'll, of, I'll be fair. I, I don't really know a whole lot about broth. No. I just know that there's different types. There's different types, yes. Uh, and then uh, normally, like all come in cubes. Normally, it'd be pork belly that'd be chopped up in there and then yeah. sliced on top. But it was like chicken something and sliced up on there. And so yeah, and then a soft boiled egg is delicious. And then uh, we went to the Minnesota History Center and saw the First Avenue exhibit, which was pretty cool. Cool. Nope. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, let's see. Uh, we did 
Soundwave on Friday. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what our topic was? Because I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. It was, um, damn it. <laughs> I was just like, ha ha, it was this. And I, uh, <laughs> Uh, not the end of the, it was the end of the world. Oh yeah. It was the end of the world without REM. Cause without like REM, yeah. we have done like an apocalyptic episode, like where we, but like REM was on that list. Cause it of was. course you're going to have like, it's the end of the world on there, <laughs> but we did not for this one. That's the point. And like, I think we, uh, I think we had like fresh picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be coming out Thursday. Those come out the, every other Thursday. Like I pretty sure though, my notes do not, I, I can't double check because my notes did not go back far enough to double check. And also I did not listen to any old episodes cause I did not want to go digging for him. No, don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. If it's more than two years ago, it's fresh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's how fresh this works. Uh, what about you, man? What have you been up to? Well, I was going to ask, uh, like, you know, so Game of Thrones ends tonight. Yeah, like, it does. Are you excited? Uh, yeah. I'm a little sad, too, because six episodes went by really quick. Uh, it, it was only six episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you want to you you make any predictions? Well, it's like, because... Right when we're recording this, it's not gonna be out. But like people listening in the future, like well, what about people listening live that haven't watched it yet right now? Well, like you're not gonna spoil anything because this is just gonna be your guesses. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you don't know for sure. I'm assuming you don't know for sure what's gonna happen. I I have no clue for sure. But uh, I didn't think I would care about what's going on the, with the throne after the big long night battle that happened in a few episodes ago. But I'm totally invested. Uh, prediction? I don't, don't want to give anything away. Uh, well, well, you mean like, who was it that was it Daenerys that burned down the entire city? Oh, oh, okay. So no, yeah, no spoiler. Yeah, I don't even watch Game of Thrones tonight. Yeah, but somebody else might be listening that watched it or will be listening to this, and was like, oh, I was saving to watch that like a few months from now. Well, then I will also ruin that snit. Killed a Dumbledore. Oh yeah. Okay. uh, Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. uh, Okay. Fine. What I think is going to happen, I think, uh, because. Daenerys was telling everybody about uh, or Daenerys is mad at Sansa for telling everybody about Jon's true orientation or not orientation but his lineage uh, I think Daenerys is going to send somebody up to kill Sansa Sansa's going to die and then Arya's going to be pissed and kill Daenerys and then Daenerys will be bye bye and then it'll be up to the throne and it'll either be Jon Snow or Tyrion you know, it must be weird for some of those actors. Like, I know that Arya, the actors that play Arya and uh, Sansa, like, are, like, became, like, really close to the mm-hmm. production of everything. Like, I, I guess they're going to have to actually go out of their way to hang out now. Like, uh, Oh, right, be, now that it's all over it's with? Be, well, they had the right one set. season where they got to hang out all the time. Otherwise, other than that, they've been in different stuff this whole time. Well, yeah, but, like, uh, they've just, they've still, like, been able yeah. to hang out and everything. But, uh, yeah, so that is my prediction. I think, uh, yeah, Sansa's going to die, and then Arya is going to kill Daenerys and then John or Tyrion will take the throne because John doesn't want the throne and Tyrion you think Tyrion really might take the, the throne I don't know right. who else who else will want to take it like yeah. yeah I barely know who these people are but I can follow along a little bit just because I know I can picture the actor and then I can like place their what their role is so. yeah so he's a Lannister he's yeah. A, he's yeah all right all right so let's see what have I been up to well, I mean, I graduated from tech college, so where's, I got that. Where's the confetti? Like, well, did not did not prepare that. Okay, we could have prepared that. And uh, you know, I was all prepared. <laughs> Here, to, Matt, blow this confetti. When was I all say ready this. to like celebrate this entire weekend with like you know drinking mojitos and everything. But like, you it just gave became, me one. Yeah, because that was the one day it was nice. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and then, oh my god, it's like forty some degrees outside right now. It's and fucking cold, wet, and rainy. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's just that cold to the bone right now. Oh. 
maybe Monday. Like, I, and like, even if Monday, I don't think it's going to be better. But even if it was, I can't get drunk and like, yeah, because we got to I, I gotta do Lothos. Because, <laughs> uh, especially if you're DMing. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, as like, I'm sure we've mentioned previous podcast episodes. Uh, like, I'm doing uh, Legends of Lothos for Casey since he's out of town, too. So that means that I got story to write up and then I got to go record that. And I got to I got to stay on top of things for that. I can't be drunk for running Lothos. It's a lot of fun. Your imagery has been really cool. So I I try or like what I do is like I write imagery ahead of time for Mm -hmm. certain parts and I try to like describe other things. But otherwise, like that 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 demon creature thing that we're we have to fight here in the future thing. That thing is just nightmarish. Yeah. Yep. But he has such a fun attitude and about then, everything. Yeah, in the last campaign, uh, there was this old woman sitting in a chair or whatever, and like her hair was blowing in a imaginary way. And I just thought of it sounded like some straight out of horror movie or whatever. I mean, she, she just, wasn't. She's not old. Well, I thought she was an older lady oh, or something, no. but some sort well, of. Well, I mean, she technically is like nearly ageless. You would oh, say. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just was visual because I thought we were going into something bad when that was going to happen, but no. No, everything is perfectly fine. You perfectly guys are- fine. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, let's see. Yeah, I did that, walked, had like, some Mexican food with my mom afterwards. Nice. And then, uh, let's see, Friday, I did not do a whole lot of anything at all. Like, besides Soundwave, I'm, like, making my notes. I had that mojito, and I I, I have, I've been watching a couple, like, runs from RPG Limit Break, because mm-hmm. they, they're they all up now on YouTube. Nice. So I've been, uh, I watched a couple of those, and by watch those, I mean watch and then fall asleep, and then wake up again. I watch them for like another hour before I fall asleep, right. which is, yeah, it's fine. As long as, you know, I'm just eating through our internet database, even, <laughs> though, even though it's just me this month. <laughs> well, um, we'll see how it, go, how it uh, goes uh, when uh, I think I can make it through the, the rest of the month without going over the, right. the what is it, like one terabyte limit that we got here. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that has basically been my week. But you know what? We got something else to talk about here, don't we? We got... A beer. We have, what is it? Summer Coast from Three Sheeps Brewing. And so right now I'm having a little trouble finding anything about them on Beer Advocate. Like, obviously I have Three Sheeps. Brand new then. Because, well, this specific beer is fresh, even though I got it in town. So, like, it's surprisingly fresh. Uh, Let's see. Summer Coast. Let me pull up uh, their actual website for for, uh, Three Sheeps. So pulling up beer advocate, which has nothing that, you know what that means? That means that we're really on the, on the, I can do it on tapped, I guess. Like we're really on the ball for this one. Cause I keep, I, there's like a tropic coast. There's a fresh coast, but we're drinking summer coast. Yeah. It must be new this year then. Hmm. Yeah. Let's I'm not seeing a whole lot of. Not even like even holding up their sites, not showing a whole, a whole lot of anything. <laughs> so that's I'm sure that's exciting for everybody. Like just so see, exciting. See so me just exciting. floundering just re- around. Read what the the writing on the side of the can is. Yeah, I, I, I'll just do that. Summer Coast. Summer Coast is the newest installment in our series of variations on our East Coast style pale ale, Fresh Coast. Each variant takes Fresh Coast flavors in new and often intense directions. We stumbled on the experimental summer hop from Australia a few months ago and have been waiting to use it in the right beer. Now that summer is in full swing, we couldn't think of a better time to break out a new Fresh Coast variant, including this hop. When combined with the tropical citric hop, this beer is brimming with rich apricot, melon, and peach notes. 
That's what you would have found on their website. All right. Just exactly that. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, yeah, it comes in at 7 point what? Yeah, and I... I 7.3%. And I did see that it had, like, Australian hops in it, so I'm, I'm curious, like, Are to we, see Is how it going to be sparkling? Probably not, but... Yeah, I know. <laughs> it smells... It smells fresh. But uh, I, I was really hoping it'd be that sessionable area, you know, because it says summer, and I want to be able to drink this all day, but I... Which, I mean, like, all this description of, like, how this is a perfect beer for summertime, it's not summertime here in the Midwest. <laughs> it smells delicious, it that's for damn sure. Great. Definitely getting some of that, little bit of that apricot taste in there. Oh, man. This is... It's really sweet. Yeah, it's very... I, I wouldn't say it's too sweet, though. Like, it, it's just, like, kind of sweet enough. Hmm. And it's, uh, it's very drinkable. I mean, granted, like, if you drink uh, a couple of these, like, you are going to get drunk. And they're tall boys. They are tall boys. <laughs> but, man, it is nice to have, like, a fresh beer, fresh hoppy beer. Because, like, you know, I've been wanting a fresh hoppy beer, and I just didn't want to drive out of town for one. To get for just to grab a beer for a show. Granted, I could have done that on a Chipotle run. Hey, hey. Just, you know, grab a beer and uh, a burrito. I did not think of that. Maybe I'll do that for the next episode. Australian summer... Hops is a perfect flavor, uh, blah, 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 uh, dry hop too, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it just says balance with fruit, melon, apricot, and candy notes. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I find it like, it's pretty tasty. Like, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, it, it basically, I, I want a fresh coast next to it so I can, uh, I was trying to not cover my beautiful face in the camera. <laughs> uh, I was, I, I, I need a fresh coast to compare it to, you know, like, uh, you know, I did I, w- I think it would have been impossible for me to find a fresh, fresh coast in town. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as I can remember, this basically tastes like fresh coast, so I don't really... Like, I was looking for beers, and I saw, like, oh, okay, here's an IPA from September. Put that back on the counter, on the uh, on the shelf. Then I found this one, which is uh, from very recently, uh, 430. Yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. have, like, any bitterness. It's pretty sweet, pretty easy drinking. It tastes like summer, that's for sure. Uh, but basically, I think it just tastes like fresh coast. I'd have to, I'd have to have one next to it to tell a complete difference. So yeah, like it would be nice to be able to tell the difference because I kind of am curious like how that Australian hop like uh yeah, I've had fresh coast on at the bar a bunch and it sells like crazy. It tastes amazing and it basically reminds me of this. So I don't know. All right, so uh, you want to give this one a number? Yeah, I'll go seven. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give it an eight, but it might just because I'm so hop starved right now that I just <laughs> yeah we haven't actually had a lot of IPAs lately on the show or anything. Either. Well, I, that's mainly because uh, you know getting a fresh one in town. Except you've had a lot of really fun ones on though. So, yeah. well, yeah, I have had fun beers. I have had some fun beers, and I, I still have that uh, Soko Chattel or whatever from uh, from last mm. week. I still got like a can or two of that left. Might have to have one of those during the show tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, this is really Three Sheeps never really does a bad thing. Rebel Kent, their uh, Amber is amazing as well. And, I don't uh, know if I've had that one. Their uh, Pills, they have it on at Lazy River right now. I could drink that all day. Yep. That does sound good, though. All right. Well, I think it's time to move on to our next segment. And now the Department of Offense presents news with Carlos and not Casey. And then. We are going to jump right back into. There we go. Skipped ahead. You know, I really needed to. I should have maybe had a shortcut set up ahead for uh, jumping ahead uh, five seconds in a song. <laughs> now you did it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was not very good at multitasking, turning the music down, because I didn't want to just like 
cut it off all of a sudden. Last uh, week you did it perfectly, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I did it perfectly one time. <laughs> you know, I only need it the one. I only need to do a perfect transition once. I mean, this we could month. just do like one, two, three. Carlos. Over the top of Casey. <laughs> I could have recorded a new one. <laughs> well, we could have done that. <laughs> An entire new one. That would have a... <laughs> just for your four episodes. Well I, only, well, I only have one episode left now after this. Like, I mean, it just would be for that one episode. Right. All right. So let's start with our news. We have been hearing about our, our terrible border with Mexico and how we need to build a wall to keep them out. But you know what we don't hear about? The thousands of Americans who crossed into Mexico to take advantage of their medical system. <laughs> 800,000 to 1 million American citizens, citizens make the round trip each year, according to Joseph Woodman, CEO of Patients Beyond Borders, which, I mean, actually helps facilitate people traveling. Uh, it seems that the high cost of medical services has driven a large number of Americans to, to getting tra- uh, treatment in Mexico. Like uh, He used himself as an example because he talked about how dental treatment that would cost him $16,000 in the U.S. cost him 4000 by traveling to Cancun. So mm-hmm. he talked about how like after everything was over and done with, he saved he still saved ten grand, <laughs> And that's probably with hotel stay, bed stay, yeah. everything, flight. Like, uh, according to uh, Patients Beyond Borders, savings are as high as 40 to 70 percent with the more complex treatments cost, uh, closer to 70 percent. Frick, he even probably got an all-inclusive hotel on the way there, too. <laughs> no, like I was like reading about this, like a, like a lot of these like uh, treatments are for uh, like more like a lot of it is like cosmetic treatments. Like, but there are some like uh, bigger treatments that are like mm-hmm. being done just because it's so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Well, the same with like uh, getting medication and stuff down there too, and in Canada, right? Well, I mean, like I think like just recently there was like a, a news story about uh, people like crossing into Canada like in mass trying to to <laughs> trying to get drugs to treat because like uh, it was a uh, I think it was a. Uh, Insulin. They oh, were trying yeah. to get insulin. Hand, get insanely hand. expensive. Here. Insanely expensive. Like it's, and that's something people need to live. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. It's something they need to live, and it's uh, ridiculously expensive. So, you know what else can be uh, stressful besides paying for medical treatment? What moving to a new home can be yeah, stressful. That can be. That can be. Uh, so stressful, in fact, that a recent survey of two thousand Americans found that thirteen percent of those polled. Would rather uh, spend a week in jail. It's, it's more stressful to for them to move. I guess I've never really had a big move before. Like, yeah, you. Uh, I've only ever lived in that one apartment. So yeah, like and then uh, in Japan. Japan was a pretty big move, but yeah, like uh, but even then, like you didn't have like a lot yeah, of stuff. All my like, shit. Yeah. If you're moving like uh, like if you're moving like more stuff like a uh, moving here like a. Uh, moving into this place wasn't that bad but like we now have a lot more stuff than we did before and so like moving out would be a massive pain in the ass i I, i'm guessing generally though this is for somebody who already owns a house and has like a whole family type of thing yeah having to pick up and move all that that's a huge undertaking and like uh also uh one in five found that moving is more stressful than planning a wedding though and so that means that... Well, yeah, they they probably had a wedding that's just a backyard type thing, right? If you can do that, you should do that. Yeah. That sounds a lot less stressful. Those have been the anything. best weddings I've been to. I mean, I had a lot of fun at some of the other ones, but those are definitely the best Some ones. far less stressful and less expensive mm-hmm. than many weddings. Mm-hmm. Uh, the study was conducted by one poll on behalf of Life Storage and also put together, they put together a snapshot of the average move, like by taking count of all the survey and all their answers. So... All of these people were looking at two and a half months of packing prior to moving. Two nights of lost sleep. 
they were looking at four hours of hard labor, probably, which is not bad. No, actually, uh, three hours of planning the layout to move 30, only four hours. Yeah, that would keep making like actually like four hours. It sounds really small. Like, yeah, I'm like, if, if I could do that all in packing. four. Yeah. Wow. Uh, two cries. <laughs> Three hours procrastinating, which, I mean, that's nowhere that's near. That, that's, they, that is going way Three down. hours is a given. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would be talking about days of procrastination. <laughs> uh, then uh, three hours building furniture for anything that comes apart. Uh, two arguments with the partner or roommate. Two lost items. And four and a half months to unpack all the boxes, which, I mean, I got you guys beat because I just never unpack some of my boxes. <laughs> and how long has it been now? Oh, I just don't have anywhere to put them. Like, I have all these books, and there's nowhere they can go. I There's not enough uh, shelf space anywhere to store all my books. So, oh, well. Yeah, and like, two and a half months of packing is kind of sounds like a lot. Like, I know uh, one place, when you used to live, uh, when Casey and I lived on Glen Park, and, like, we moved with no notice for roommates. Cause oh, we were right, getting, right. Because we were getting so screwed on the bills. Yeah, yeah. Except then you moved into that really fun house, didn't you? It was it, it was fun, but, like, it was kind of shitty, too. Yeah, it was a very shitty place, yes. But it was also kind of fun, like, as far as, like, how much layout there was. Mm-hmm. It was so dark, though. Even with, a, like, we had, like, one lamp in the living room. It did not provide anywhere near enough light. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was so dark. <laughs> And like oh the God, that was already we had the garage ago. there, oh and uh, it was a uh, the garage was a lot of fun to play D and D in though. Yeah, and like the and like and then grill at the same time, like right there. I had a lot of those like a uh, box elder bugs and all those fun all the time bugs just everywhere. But like it took us. Uh, let's see, I packed all my stuff up in yeah, a day guys, and a half. You guys didn't have a lot of stuff at that place, and then just we all moved out in like one day. Mm-hmm. It was gone. Like I got my stuff moved out while everybody was at work. Casey got his, Casey was the only one who was like had people like around like when he was moving his stuff out. It was like, yeah, we're moving out, and that was basically the extent of his conversation with them. I was uh, reading a news article today. We you're talking about some other type of thing with the the going to Mexico and everything, but uh, more into American society with moving and everything. Uh, somebody uh, one of these places like did a poll with like eight thousand plus people. And the question was, should schools in America teach Arabic numerals as part of their curriculum? Yeah, I, I saw that. I didn't even bother. Like, I like they, so like for, it was just trying to figure out the overlying bigotry that we have in our in our society right you now. See, it's not entire. I wouldn't say it's entirely bigotry, just because the fact that like or ignorant or there's like so ba- so anybody who's like listening, the Arabic numerals are literally the numbers like <laughs> one through ten, oh, <laughs> zero, zero through, through nine yes. that we use like. Uh, it's just that, like, uh, nobody thinks of it. Because, like, they also, like, had, like, talked about Because, like, they went later on, like, the, the uh, they had, like, they kind of flipped it. And if mm-hmm. I, I read in our code, like, where they had, like, another other question they asked was, like, about, like, this create, somebody, like, so-and-so's, like, creationism in theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, theory of creationism. And, like, it turns out, like, that's just evolution. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, so, like, it was, like, both parties, like, were, like, split, like, uh, on, like, these things. Like, it was just, like, people just don't know the names of certain things. Yeah, right, like, it's, right. That's... That's basically it was basically a clickbaity survey. I yeah, mean, I, I, I don't know, but then they went into details about like what sides they're on and everything. Like it's a, a lot of it is like uh, I don't know. Like they should have like uh, I'd recommend reading the article. Doing the good. origins of like numerals and everything would have been an interesting thing to be taught in school. I think. Yeah, that's true. That would have been cool. But yeah, fifty six percent said no, and twenty two percent said yes. Yeah, and fifteen said no opinion. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I would get, I, I get it. Like if you just thought like it was just like a number, like just like more Roman numerals or something like that, they would be teaching kids. Like, why would you teach them that? Like there's other things that be should, should be taught. The entire poll has nothing to do with numbers in general. Yeah. So. It's just it, well, like the poll had like all di- a whole bunch of different questions that were li- along those lines though. So I don't know. This was the two days ago one. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was. Uh, so also speaking of moving, oftentimes you'll have to get rid of some of your property before a move. Sometimes by donating it to Goodwill, sometimes by just tossing it in a trash dumpster like I have done in my past. Oh, yes, yes, yes. A Goodwill in Florida has received a donation that they did not want. Oh, no. Which, I mean, is it an alligator this time? A snake? Nope. This time it was a grenade. Uh, St. Lucie County Sheriff's Office said workers found the grenade in a donation bin Wednesday afternoon and called 911. Uh, Shortly afterwards, the store was evacuated and the bomb squad was called in. It turns out that the grenade was inoperable. Okay. So, uh, uh, but this is not the first case of a grenade donation in Florida. Last year, a similar grenade was donated at another Goodwill location. <laughs> well, I suppose retirement communities, right? Right. So, I mean, it wasn't going to explode or anything. Like it was. Um, I think they they uh, they showed a picture and it was like the the bomb guy looking at the bomb like there's a hole that's drilled out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's probably some old guy died, and he had it from a war, and then the family's like, I don't know what to do this, and just throw it away. Or, you know, it's just like somebody just was like, hey, you know it'd be funny? We toss a grenade and like a... Well, like they a they might the, be. They might do that, yeah. If yeah. this is the second time, like if they had a similar thing happen last year, <laughs> that might be what it was. So the results of the 2019 Global Drug Survey are in. And it seems that British people are the nationality who get drunk the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, the researchers for the survey, who spoke to over 120,000 people from more than 30 countries, found that UK respondents said that they got drunk 51 times in the last year. That's it? <laughs> well, I mean, you have to think that it's average. It's like like uh, the average. Like I'm sure there's people that were above that. Um, now, what they also said was that while UK may be the first on drinking, they were close, closely followed by the US at 50 times a year. Hmm. You know, just dropping short canada was at 48 times a year and australia 47 <laughs> in the last year of getting drunk the uh, survey also found that uh 30 of people who used cocaine said that delivery took less than 30 minutes for them what do you mean what for if it, they were a cocaine like and like, if they used cocaine like and they called somebody to get it delivered less than 30 minutes oh wow I mean, it takes longer to get a pizza here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good service. Uh, yeah, I was going to. So they, they won by one more day because they have a uh, drinking age at 18 there, right? Do <laughs> you think that might be it? I don't know. Like, it's. They just, had that many more people to survey. I don't like having more people to survey just like. Uh, would, uh, but there's far less people in because like the, it's still, you're still taking the average of everything. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, there's far less like, people there too. Like asking more people just make it more accurate. Mm-hmm. That would be it. I don't know. Like it's uh, I, I'm not entirely sure how they choose who they ask in their global drug survey because they 120,000 people sounds like a lot. But the problem is when you take it like when you split it among 30 countries, you're, mm-hmm. it's, you're, it's kind of harder to tell like how it mm-hmm. all falls apart. So we got a topic for the show for a discussion. Oh, we're already there. Yeah, I I only grab uh, four news stories every week, just because oh, okay. otherwise, because this is not the show about news. Yes, you should not be turning to us for your news advice, <laughs> and you should not be coming to us for law advice or you know, love advice. You should not come to us for advice. Period. Beer advice. 
uh, that's you know that's debatable it's debatable like uh <laughs> but yeah if you if you want are looking for ideas on what to drink yeah maybe but you know game of thrones is ending which means that hbo is in need of replacement programming i mean they i mean they, they have shows like watchmen and his dark materials in the works but you know that may not be enough they need something bigger and by bigger i mean longer Something that they can stretch along for a very long time. So, you know, let's give them a hand. Our discussion topic is let's come up with some ideas of programming that they could like a TV show that might draw help draw people in like Game of Thrones drew people in. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only two shows I actually watch, um, well, three shows, Westworld, which I didn't finish last season. Uh, Silicon Valley is ending this year and Game of Thrones is ending this year. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I watched the trailer for Watchmen. I think it looks dumb. I didn't like the movie. I either. did not see the trailer, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to be at all like the movie. No, they didn't have any of the characters that were in the movie. I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Like, it's, I think it's like in like the. Is it set in the past or after Watchmen? The movie? Not a clue. It, it's one of those. The uh, yeah, we were watching Game of Thrones last week, and then uh, uh, the trailer for that came on, and I watched it. I was like, that looks dumb. I don't like. I kind of liked the movie, but it, I liked it because it was so faithful to the uh, original graphic novel. But that was also like actually one of the the bad points against the movie is because it was so faithful to the graphic novel. Which I mean, maybe Zack Schneider should have kept that faithfulness when he adapted Superman <laughs> in Man of Steel. Just saying. That was. I forgot that it was Zack Snyder that did yeah. that, wasn't. It? Uh, so, like, what are you have any ideas for uh, what they could adapt? Well, obviously, Mighty Max. <laughs> you think they could take, <laughs> they could take Mighty Max to the I don't to long form television? No, no, no I was just, a lot more sex and drugs. As and, soon as you said that, uh, that's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> um, fuck, I don't know. A uh, lot bloodier than the way I remember it as a child. What I, seems to be going for them are those period pieces. I mean, Westworld, for instance, D- uh, Deadwood. Uh, Boardwalk Empires. Doesn't like Deadwood have like a uh, movie Carnival. coming out now? Yep. Yeah, so they're banking on, well, shit, Game of Thrones is ending. Let's throw a bunch of money at Deadwood. Is Carnival still going on? No, but. Uh, yeah, that was a thing. Those, those are all right. things that HBO put out that were humongous, and they all been period pieces that have been really, really big. So I think uh, that's something we have to stick into, all right. that that idea. You know, well, let's put our, our first option then. Uh, okay. You know, kind of fit into that period piece a little bit. And, you know, also something that, like, you don't have to stick with the same actors every season. You know, like, go a couple seasons with the same actors, and then you can switch the actors. Well, they so do this that is, with True Detective already, too. Yeah, but like, maybe get, like, more than one season out of them. Uh, so I'm thinking, adapt the Bible, except more violence and more sex. You gotta sexy things up. I don't know if that's gonna work. Those Bible thumpers are gonna protest the shit out of but, that. But, I mean, they don't buy, they don't use HBO anyway, so... I mean. <laughs> Did you know that the Christian market is one of the biggest markets ever, and those are all the movies that come out that I'm like, why the fuck would anybody go see that? That is one of the biggest oh, markets out yeah, there. Yeah, there's a, uh... There's a movie coming out with, uh... I can't remember some of the actors' names. But they're, uh... Where they, uh... It's, it's actually about, like, a couple guys, like, let's make our own Christian movie. Because, like, it's just they're just going to make money from all the Christian mm-hmm. markets. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess there you go. I guess you have well, because, like, going a, there. like, a congregation will, like, just buy out a theater. And, like, it doesn't matter. Like, not everybody's going to sit in those theaters. Like, a lot of those, there's going to be a lot of empty seats, but they will have buy out, like, a, a showing of it. And, like, so there you go. There's, like, money going into for it. So, yeah. Like, I, 
I think like maybe it's not the bad because like you then you start getting to like some of the like the weirder stories like the guy who like I can't remember his name like guy who had who had, had like super strength and long hair and had a jawbone and it was like just murdered armies until his hair was cut and then uh, what yeah because then he lost his power what what story are you talking about? <laughs> it's a Bible story <laughs> I can't remember uh, uh I think it's uh, not Samus uh I'm trying to remember what uh. <laughs> What his, what his name was? I don't remember this one. Samson. Samson. It was a uh, the, the tale of Samson, and uh, Delilah like cut his hair, and that apparently was where he drew out his power from. But apparently not quite, because he still had. It turns out that he still had power to tear down an entire church on top of like a bunch of soldiers. So I mean, he hmm. still had super strength the whole time. It turned I guess out. I don't remember this one. He didn't need the help of the magic feather. The magic feather was inside him the whole time. Oh. Yeah, but like you just like start doing some weird ad- adaptations like that like of uh the bible because like they would not run out of stuff for a long time just yeah, think that's true and guess years a decade a couple decades down the road directors and stuff too they get to the book of revelations and things get really weird yep, then yep um what else could do just like uh uh novels into seasons or something like do moby dick as a season or something mm-hmm. and uh because they can throw a shit ton of money in those things i don't know like uh the Shackleton stuff or something. I don't know. Big, big stuff. I don't know. I'm just thinking, thinking, thinking out loud. You know, if uh, if only like Sherlock wasn't so overdone, that would be an easy one. Yeah, yeah. Like be. if you like literally adapted every single one of them, but like it's been done and like I don't think you can like really top like the Sherlock TV show mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. Right. And, uh, well, even Robert Downey Jr. movies. Those are really good, too. I... How many of them have they done? Just two. Just two? All right. I saw both of them. Yeah. The first one was really good. Second one was kind of good. But he got, he disguised himself. He, he thought he was dead, but at the end, he turns out he was a chair the whole time. Oh, shit. No, I was like, well, shit. No, that's been done already. Uh, like Jack the Ripper stuff. That's all been done. Ripper Street's on. Um, was, uh, I'm trying to remember uh, what because the, there was like uh, maybe it wasn't HBO maybe it was like Stars or something like that that had like a another like mythological show uh, like I said in like the Europe where it was like and they had like a uh, Jack the Ripper and Frankenstein and all those like coming together in are, one thing. Are you just talking about the Universal movies? That no, are it wasn't. Out? It wasn't Universal. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but like it was like it, oh, th- Penny Dreadful, Penny Dreadful, yeah, yeah, that was uh, Showtime, which has a uh, it does have another season coming out, which is set in really? America, yeah. I thought that was long and done. Yeah, long like uh, apparently, like it's not going to be the same actors this time. Okay. Like no, Timothy Dalton, that was Timothy Dalton, right? Oh yeah, he was, yeah. and then Josh Hartnett and Eva Green. Yeah, I don't know, like I enjoyed when I wa- what I watched, mm-hmm. but I just didn't keep watching it. But yeah, uh, like the, I don't know if they can do anything with like that because it's. HBO, they were the ones that had Vampire Diaries, too, didn't they? Or True Blood or something like that. Um, HBO also had Oz back in the day. Maybe a a twist on like a maybe they could do like a Sopranos. So they 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 have the Western. They have a Deadland, like not Deadlands, but what is the? They uh, have Deadwood and they have Westworld. What if they uh, took a like they have they've done the westerns before? What if they did a twist like did like a horror western like a. 
Deadlands. Like we, I don't know if you have played any of those like games when we played the Red in the Dead studio Revolver for stuff or what. No, it was uh, and uh, we for tabletop theater we've done uh, we played uh, Deadlands before, where it's basically like you're said like a Western United States, except like there's horror creatures out there. Mm. And you, and, like I have to. I was thinking some sort of D and D. Like they'd be really smart to like do something D and D right now. Like I think, well, like right now, D and D is pushing for a movie. I believe. Oh, I don't really? know if they're doing a TV show, but they're they're trying to get like movies off the ground. But yeah, I think that would be a, a, a clever way to go because that is the how big Dungeons and Dragons is right now. Like fuck, I was at Tori Ramen and people are trying to create characters while there's a line out the door. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you creating characters? This place is tiny. Get off your asses and go do that somewhere else. Uh, but yeah, it's a huge. And if they're just waiting in line, though, no, no, they they were eating at a table and then finishing. They already had their bowls all finished, and they were creating characters. And they're like, "There's there's seven to eight tables in here." Uh, but and- I mean, that sounds like a great way to <laughs> just like a uh, eat ramen and create a character. That does actually sound like it fun. Sounds great. If you weren't like holding up a bunch of people, and the place closes at two, and it's like one o'clock when we're there, it's like, dude, come on, <laughs> you're trying to get shift people in and out of here. That's the whole point of this place. But uh, yeah, D and D would be a good one. Like there's like because like you could uh I don't know maybe like you don't have to just do D and D you could like do you either pick up another system or you just make like a, a fancy type of thing or mm-hmm. like I was thinking like if you did like a Western horror like if you did, well I mean I guess they already have Westworld so that's they already got sci fi Western and they already I don't think they want to do it like well that's Western. why with D and D be fun because then okay like you're saying create then you have new actors and stuff later on so you could have a campaign that runs two seasons another campaign that runs another two yeah. seasons maybe one that runs three and then maybe later on they all verge together eventually or something yeah that, you know that could be a lot of fun if they. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you could just keep making content because of course you don't have to worry about having an author for and that. And then what if it was writers. like Lothos? Like you're in its own universe. Everything like create is around that. Speaking universe. of which, HBO, we are. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say that we, uh, that we had horror uh, Lothos out to you guys, but I mean, we will horror Lothos out to but you I guys. Mean, like, well, even HP Lovecraft stuff too. Like, but, man, that'd be so cool. Uh, I don't know how you, like you can't like, do straight up da- adaptations of no. his work because like a lot of his stuff doesn't. But you take ideas from like Edgar Allan and all. You those could easily put together like uh, some of the shows like would work really well if you did like two seasons of mm-hmm. uh, like uh, one of his books like uh, Mountains of Madness. Mm-hmm. That'd be a fun like two seasons. I maybe two seasons might be a bit well. One season easily, uh, two seasons might be a little bit harder to do. Well, even just if it's one season because we also have what the Mansion of Madness over there and then the. Isn't that all from the same stuff? It pulls from the mytho- like love like Lovecraftian mythology, easy to put in stuff. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but like to actually adapt his works themselves are, is a little bit harder. Like, Mounds of Madness would work because that's the story is like basically, it's actually the most cinematic of uh, some of his uh, ideas. That were like, it's like, oh hey, like there's this been mis- this missing expedition in Antarctica. Let's go find out what's going on. Oh right, we did play that when we were at uh, yeah Gen Con. We now, played, uh, now I'm yeah. remembering. Okay, yep. And like, so you kind of—I'm surprised you remember that because I barely remember that game because I was so fried, like just from just burned out from walking around and just doing game stuff all day. Yeah, yeah but like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like that. I think we played that game really incorrectly too. Probably. Yeah, it's still know. pretty cool. Yeah, maybe like some sort of horror type. Like, I don't know if an anthology would work very well on HBO. Like nowadays, like because there's so many horror anthologies, mm-hmm. like Twilight Zone just came back, and like uh, there's still uh, the one that's on Netflix nowadays that used to be on BBC. Oh, Black Mirror, I and there's there's really other ones. Hulu has its own version of it too. That's mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. uh, technology, but horror. Mm-hmm. 
so i mean i still think one of the most original ones out there is that american horror story how every single season they can create a new story new season and it's like eight nine seasons in now and if they did like an american horror story that was like a western i'd have watched that <laughs> maybe one's coming in the works you never know uh, like it's, it's probably getting like, stale on some ideas. I had, to, I had to stop. Like, there's a certain point. I just stopped watching. Like it was like a. I was partway through the first season. Like a, like the guy. And I had to stop watching. No, it was like oh, this is just so. <laughs> it was like uh, the guy wasn't in the, like uh, the the wife has sex with uh, what she thinks is her husband. Like, but it's like somebody in a gimp suit. Mm-hmm. But it turns out it wasn't her husband. It's like well, that's really, really, really fucked up. I mean, that's actually rape. Mm-hmm. That's, I no, it's like I can't watch this anymore. Yeah, there's a lot of that throughout there. The gimp suit guy comes back later on this this past season. That was weird. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's a um, he's a demon. Okay, he's a demon. Yeah, he's some ghost demon thing. Doesn't she like get pregnant off of that too? Yeah, by Satan, Satan's child. Oh God. Yep. <laughs> I'd rather keep all that stuff. Mother on the, Mary might not be telling the truth. <laughs> rather keep all that stuff on the level of. Uh, uh, supernatural, where like it just like demons, they just gank them and all that stuff. <laughs> Although I have been watching, uh, I'm Lucifer, new season Lucifer dropped on Netflix. I'm mostly yeah, through I that see season. that's on Netflix. Yeah. How many seasons that are there now? Uh, this is the fourth season. So they have all all four of them on. Yeah, they have okay. all four. All right. Yeah, I saw the the picture attracted me to it. The where he's just looking at the camera and it's like the two beady eyes. He's a lot of fun. Like it's not like. It's not like scary or anything. It's like it's literally uh, Jeremy Brockheimer is like, let's do another police procedural. This one has Lucifer in it. Oh, maybe I won't <laughs> like that then. Actually, uh, like at the uh, earlier seasons, like did not delve a whole lot. In the, like Lucifer does have supernatural, and he does use it to help solve crimes because you know it's easy. All right now that you just explained that, I don't think I want to watch. But later on, like it's you start like uh, delving into like when like a. Uh, other like other angels start coming down and like uh like some of like the bigger plot lines drop and like this fi- this fourth season on Netflix really goes into it. Also, he is on way more drugs this fourth like the starting so of the fourth season. So I should season. just watch the fourth season. Yeah, like it, you could you could probably just okay. hop in the fourth okay. season. I'm not in They have a uh, I don't watch any police. They have thing, a little yeah. refresher for you. Like you just won't know all the characters yeah. but like I don't know. I don't get into those. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like they can be fun. Like I really enjoyed Castle and stuff like that. And well, the, Castle, the, yeah, that that was. So like this cool. kind of this yeah. kind of scratched the Castle itch that I had. I think the only reason I like Castle though is Nathan Fillion and how just he didn't. He's oh, like really oh. charismatic and fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only reason. Otherwise, nah, I don't really get into those shows. Ever ever since way back in NY, what is that NYPD Blue and shit like that? Was, like, no. was he in NYPD? No, I'm just talking about oh. in general the police. Oh whatever yeah, well, yeah. No, most of those cops shows i really wasn't into like no it was mainly castle and uh that's about it <laughs> sometimes nine nine i do like brooklyn nine yeah, nine like i funny i keep trying to like watch from the beginning and then i just get distracted and then i come yeah, back now that also uh silicon valley valley is ending too they also have to think of comedy to is do. that is it also uh is it hbo mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that one's ending this year and that's an amazing comedy it's so funny uh, I think they're trying to do the Barry, but I, I tried watching Barry. It's not that good. Like, apparently some people are looking forward to Barry or whatever. I don't know. Or, like, enjoying Barry. Yeah, this Barry. is season two now, I think. Oh, so it's two seasons, right? Yep, yep. And the, I watched a few episodes of the first one, and I was really hoping because I love Bill Hader a lot, but, you know, I was just like, eh. You know, maybe they need to combine a, a comedy with the Game of Thrones crowd. Something... Yeah, some sort, some sort, something combines those so two. Like the the Norskmen that's on Netflix. The what? Norskmen. 
Norskman. Yeah, N O R S K M A N. What is this? I, I have to or hear what this Norseman. is. Norseman. It's the Vikings, but it's a comedy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I did not. I, I yeah. have not seen that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's like slapstick comedy about Vikings. I don't. I don't know if I it was if work. I was like if I was doing if I was paying for HBO, I don't think I would want slapstick comedy. I think I would be angry if like, yeah, I paid yeah. for HBO and I'm well, being slapstick. I, that, I mean, if it's Netflix, that's one thing. Yeah, but then again, what aren't you going to end up with slapstick gimmicky if you try and do Game of Thrones comedy? I mean, yeah, if you go like straight up like that, like you can't just do Game of Thrones. Like you would have. If you do the D&D one. I think any kind of comedy place somewhere ends up being gimmicky. The, the way to do it is like you can't make it like straight up comedy. You just have to make sure that there's comedic writing in there. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how like Marvel well, the, movies. Like what, Marvel movies like incorporate That's what like the last two seasons writing. of Game of Thrones have been. There's oh. been so many like comedic like. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. They've that's, done that's a really good. good job with comedy in these last ones. All right. But yeah, whenever like even what, what was that Michael Sarah Jack Black movie like uh, that caveman movie that came out. That was a thing, wasn't it? It was the worst ever. But anytime you try and do some sort of comedy that's like set, can you think of a comedy that's set somewhere like that where it's just works? I mean, Monty Python's one thing, but still, you're getting that slapstick British humor. So, what was that Lewis and Clark movie? That was that was, that was a movie, right? Well, the Lewis and Clark one. Are you talking about that uh, the Chris Farley one from yeah. back in the day? Yeah, that wasn't any good. Either, that was, was not it? good. Yeah, the, can you think of one that's good? <sighs> <clears throat> Not right now, no. Oh, um, <clears throat> A Million Ways to Die in the West. That was pretty funny. Oh, yeah? Buster Scruggs had some comedic parts to it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Million it, I thought that was going to be so bad, but Seth MacFarlane wrote it pretty well, and Charlize Theron was a saving grace in there, too. Yeah. And yeah, Liam Neeson, like, I can't remember, did he do a different voice, or was he just doing his regular voice for, uh, for, because uh, apparently, like, one of the reasons... In Buster Scruggs? No, not Liam Neeson, when he was in, uh... Oh, he was the bad guy in... And a million ways. Yeah, I think he was just doing his normal voice. I just remember that, like, apparently, like, one of the reasons he took that was because, like, there was some joke that uh, Chris Farland had made about um, about how, like, his he is ridiculous if he was like in a western. Like, a, there was like it was one of those like fart the um, those like little like moments where they just like cut to like. And it was just like him talking, like it's clearly not a, an accent that right, going right, around right, in, right. in a western. <laughs> so, yeah, I think what it was was he agreed to, he wanted to be in it. He just was like, I have to do my regular accent. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Which I mean, what would you be paying him for if it was not that? But then again, yeah, I guess western doesn't really fall that much into that category because I mean, what Back to the Future, fucking number three, that movie's great. That's set I in western it. times too. Uh, but yeah, it's like things before that time end up being pretty, you know, like I think like, that's why I think it'd be kind of fun if like, uh, HBO like took it like a twist on like the Western and just, but like, unfortunately they already have Westworld. So they kind of like, they already have Deadwood too. And they just would have too much. They're not the Western channel. Mm -hmm. Like they, they can only do so much Western, which is too bad. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really notice that until I started listing those off earlier that they do a lot of period pieces because yeah, Boardwalk Empire was huge as well. Oh yeah. It was really good. And that carnival was really cool as well. Yeah, I remember hearing like good things about that, but like I only ever heard about it, like far a- long after it had been canceled. Yeah, I was uh, middle school at the time, and there was all that nudity in there, and I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to be watching this. <laughs> that must have been some time ago. Then. <laughs> middle school. Yeah. Right. No. HBO. 
Yeah, I, they they keep playing every time you when you watch Game of Thrones. They keep playing all the new stuff that's coming out. There's this another one that's coming out. It's called Euphoria. It's like a teenage girl and does a bunch of drugs and falls in love and promiscuous stuff. And I'm like, I'm why why would I want to watch this right now? I just got done watching this epic fucking series ending, and I want to watch some teenage girl make Poor a bunch of bad John decisions. Oliver. Oh, what no. is he gonna have leading people into his program? All right. <laughs> so yeah. I think we've given them some ideas, and you know, uh, uh, HBO. If you're interested in Lothos, I mean, our contact stuff is going to be in our outro, which we're going to get into right now. Send us a message on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, they could definitely call it. uh, Maybe not Facebook, like maybe email. I don't think you usually do these kinds of discussions. Hey, they might. But you know, I I would make those. I I would. I don't know how often our email gets actually checked. Do you know? No idea. <laughs> I don't even know how to log into that. <laughs> I think I was given an email at some point in time, but I do not know. If I, you know, I'm just going to throw this out there that if I, if it still is existence, the password is probably like test or something like that. <laughs> oh, no. So <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of Department of Defense. <laughs> Questions, comments, show ideas, send us an email at feedback at blindninjastudios.com or message us at facebook.com slash blindninjastudios or by Twitter where we have at blind underscore ninja. See you guys next week. (laughs) Test. (laughs) 